Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, and welcome to episode number 226 of Amber on Podcast. I am your host, Amber Camille Ligon, and this show is all about doing more good for you and more good for more people. Thank you so much for joining me. I used podcasts to save my life when I hit rock bottom back in 2017, which is what inspired me to create this show so that someone out there who is searching for answers will find what they need to help them on their journey. Today, we are talking about the power of your voice. And I'm not just talking about the words you speak, but the sound of your voice and the effect the sound of your voice has on other people and on yourself internally. You will learn the three voices we all have and how we can predict divorce and even pregnancy from the sound of your voice. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. Every Thursday, I release a new episode and I would love to have you join me. Now, let's get down to the good stuff and let's start the show. This episode was inspired by one of my favorite TED Talks of all time, given by Rebecca Kleinberger, who is a researcher at the MIT Media Lab. Rebecca's research focuses on the relationship people have with their own voice and with the voices of others. She studies what we can learn from listening to voices, from neurology to biology, cognitive sciences, and linguistics. Rebecca and her team create tools and experiences to help people gain a better understanding of their voice in order to reduce biases, become better listeners, create better relationships, and understand ourselves better. Rebecca says our relationship with our own voice is far from obvious. Most people don't like the sound of their own voice when they hear it played back on a recording. We rarely use our voice for ourselves. Instead, we use it as a gift to give to others. It's how we touch each other. So first, let's learn a bit more about our voice. Rebecca teaches us that your voice requires a synchronization of more than 100 muscles in your body. And by listening to the voice, we can understand what's happening inside our body. For example, listening to very specific types of turbulences and non-linearity of the voice can help predict very early stages of Parkinson's just by listening to a phone call. Listening to the breathlessness of the voice can help detect heart disease, and the changes of tempo inside individual words is a very good marker for depression. Your voice is also linked to your hormone levels. Third parties listening to female voices were able to accurately place the speaker where they are on their menstrual cycle just by listening to their voice. Now, with technology listening to us all the time, Alexa might be able to predict if you're pregnant even before you know it. Your voice is also connected to how you create relationships and form bonds. Rebecca teaches us that you have a different voice for every person you talk to. If someone were to take a little snippet of your voice and analyze it, they'd be able to tell whether you're talking to your mother, to your brother, your friend, or your boss. We can also use vocal posture as a predictor meaning how you decide to place your voice when you talk to someone, for example, when you talk to your spouse, can help predict not only if, but also when you will get divorced. And we all have three voices. Rebecca talks about the three voices in a model she calls the mask. 
She says, your voice is very much linked to how you create relationships. When you look at a mask, what you see is a projection of a character, which we will call your outward voice. This is also the most classic way to think about the voice. It's a way of projecting yourself in the world. The mechanism for this projection is well understood. Your lungs contract your diaphragm and that creates a vibration of your vocal fold and that creates a sound. And the way you open and close the cavities in your mouth transforms the sound. Everyone has the same mechanism, but our voices are unique because of the very subtle differences in size, physiology, and hormone levels that make very subtle differences to your outward voice. And your brain is very good at picking up those subtle differences from other people's outward voices. In her research, Rebecca and her team are working on teaching machines to understand those subtle differences. And they use deep learning to create real-time speaker identification systems to help raise awareness on the use of the shared vocal space. So who talks and who doesn't talk during meetings, an effort to increase group intelligence. Rebecca says, your voice is not static. It changes with every person you talk to, but it also changes generally throughout your life. At the beginning and at the end of life, male and female voices are very similar. It's really hard to distinguish the voice of a very young girl from the voice of a very young boy. But in between, your voice becomes a marker of your identity. For male voices, there's a big change at puberty. And for female voices, there is a change at each pregnancy and a big change at menopause. All of this affects your outward voice, the voice other people hear when you talk. So why are we so unfamiliar with it? Why is it that it's not the voice that we hear? Rebecca says the reason is when you wear a mask, you don't actually see the mask. And when you try to observe it, what you see is the inside of the mask. And that is your inward voice. So to understand why it's different, we have to understand the mechanism of perception of this inward voice. Because your body has many ways of filtering it differently from the outward voice, your outward voice travels through the air, while your inward voice travels through your bones, which is called bone conduction. I love that phrase, bone conduction. Because of this, your inward voice is going to sound in a lower register and also more musically, harmonically than your outward voice. Once it travels there, it has to access your inner ear. And there's another mechanism taking place, a mechanical filter, which is a little partition that protects your inner ear each time you produce a sound. And it also reduces what you hear. And then there's a third filter, a biological filter, your cochlea, which is part of your inner ear and made out of living cells. Those living cells trigger differently according to how often they hear a sound. It's a habituation effect. And because of this, since your voice is the sound you hear the most in your life, you actually hear it less than other sounds. Lastly, we have your inner voice. According to Rebecca, this one is the puppeteer that holds the strings of the whole system. Your inner voice is the one you hear when you read a text silently, when you rehearse for an important conversation. Sometimes it's really hard to turn it off. It's also the voice that refuses to stop singing that really annoying song that you have stuck in your head. And for some people, it's impossible to control, which is the case of schizophrenic patients who have auditory hallucinations and they can't distinguish at all between voices coming from inside and outside their head. 
In Rebecca's work, they're also working on small devices to help these people make distinctions and know if a voice is internal or external. You can also think about the inner voice as the voice that speaks in your dream. Rebecca says, in your dreams, you actually unleash the potential of your inner voice. That's also part of her research. Rebecca and her team are trying to access the inner voice in dreams. So even if you can't always control it, you can always engage with it through inner dialogue. And Rebecca says, you can even think of the inner voice as the missing link between thought and actions. I loved learning about the voice and it gave me a new appreciation for my voice, the voice of others and the role voice plays in our world and how we interact. I am fascinated by the work of Rebecca and her team and am so thankful for all of our voices. Now, you know how your voice changes throughout your life, how it impacts your relationships, and how we can use it to predict our health and work better together. For show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates, visit mytalkingdollars.com. If you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe. Please leave a review and let me know what you think about the show. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.